G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Well, you might have caught a news item from earlier this week where the Prime Minister issued a national apology to victims who had taken the drug thalidomide many decades ago. Well, there's some challenges in all of that because there are a lot of people still feeling as though they're reeling from the effects of COVID vaccines. Bill Muhlenberg has been reflecting on apologies and big pharma, big bucks and big apologies this week. And he's back with us. Hey, Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be with you. Well, Bill, uh, it did seem a little unusual even to hear an apology coming from the Prime Minister around thalidomide, uh, but it does have some uh, some special alignment, doesn't it, to people who might be feeling the effects of Big Pharma and uh, some recent issues around the vaccines for COVID. Uh, You've been thinking through this issue fairly deeply this week. Well, it was uh, uh, covered in all the media, this uh, apology. Uh, A lot of victims, as you probably know, 1953, Germany first introduced this. A big pharmaceutical company thought it'd be fine on pregnant women, supposed to be good for morning sickness and the like. But as we know, a lot of people died, a lot of babies born with severe birth defects. So anyway, other countries in the past have already done national apologies. So today... Uh, long overdue, I suppose. Uh, Albanese, uh, well, on earlier this week, Albanese said, you know, we have to say sorry. We uh, didn't do enough to protect you. We were not as diligent and as careful as we should have been. Uh, we thought it was safe, but it obviously wasn't. On and on. So it was a good and proper thing to say for the remaining victims, many of whom did show up for that apology in Canberra. But you have to ask questions, right? Big Pharma is still a thing today. Uh, We know they made heaps of money over the COVID years and with the vaccines. Again, uh, we're not knocking uh, the pharmaceutical industry as such. Every time I get a headache, a toothache, right? Pop an aspirin, uh, Panamax, paracetamol, you know, all this stuff took years to develop in labs and testing, research, development, a lot of money spent. So when companies develop things like this, we can be thankful for them. But we know that it doesn't always go right. Sometimes things are rushed. Sometimes there's no real fail-safe policies with the folks who did thalidomide. Uh, people said, oh, it's safe, it's fine. And they knew within a year already in Germany that there were serious problems, but they delayed in warning people. So anyways, we always have to be vigilant. And obviously, uh, you know, we can get good out of big pharma, but we can get uh, 
real problems as well if we're not careful. As you say, uh, the thalidomide controversy goes right back to 1953. So we're talking 70 years ago. And uh, I wonder whether... Uh, there might even be 70 years uh, before some sort of recognition of some of the challenges that some have felt have been very serious around the COVID vaccines. Yeah, again, not wishing to denigrate all vaccines, obviously, where, in fact, the overwhelming majority who had concerns about the COVID vaccines were are not, have not been, and probably never will be, anti-vaxxers. We simply recognize your kind of typical 10-year period of developing, testing, trialing a vaccine was certainly not the case here. They were rushed through for COVID. Some people might say it was a good thing. Others say, wait a minute. And now we have, of course, entire uh, individuals, groups, even nations who are now talking about lawsuits, suing the big pharma companies that were pushing this. We have millions of reports now worldwide of various kinds of uh, negative side effects. Uh, deaths have been included in this, right? So this whole idea of sudden, suddenly dying, you know, people are saying, where does this come from? Why are we now reporting, you know, athletes, people in the peak of their condition dying at 20 or 30? What's going on? So a lot of people uh, wondering, are the connections here? And if so, were the governments too uh, much rushing into this? Were there not enough checks and balances? Were the big pharma outfits making way too much money and too happy to keep pumping these things out? So as you say, well, hopefully we don't wait 70 years, hopefully seven, maybe seven months would be good. There's already a lot of lawsuits out there, individuals and groups uh, there is indemnity in America. You can't even touch these companies until a year from now. That was part of the deal in America. So, yeah, something's got to give. There's a lot of uh, things that have gone wrong, and uh, we need to have some transparency here. Well, big pharma have to do trials of yep. new medications and vaccines, and sometimes there will be side effects uh, even lives lost. Uh, progress has a price, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. you've got to make trials and you've got to bear with consequences if those trials don't all go right. Uh, is there something in there that we can be uh, generous towards Big Pharma when it comes to uh, trying to resolve the issues that were around a major uh, international pandemic? Yeah. Well, again, as we say... Uh Every day we take medicines and products from big pharma and the drug companies and, you know, and we praise God for them. The things we can do uh, wearing glasses, as we said, taking pain relief medicines, uh, things for whatever, motion sickness, uh, going on an airplane, whatever. We have so many things available that we're very grateful for. And as you say, went through a lot of testing, trials, years of uh, making sure they're good. Now, after the thalidomide uh, debacle, uh, many countries said not only do we have to test for you know any negative side effects, we have to test to see if these things are active, ac actually effective. Do they really work? Are they living up to the hype and the promises? So, yeah, regulations have tended to get more strict over years. Uh, one wonders if they were too lax or too much played down during the COVID years. 
So, yeah, uh, you know, if a company admits that they made mistakes and is offered, uh, you know, compensation where needed, that might be one thing. But when you have so many of these groups, as we say, they have indebted sued, at least not for years to come. Well, then you got to wonder, you know, do you really uh, is helping people really your main thing or is it making a hefty profit and not being sued along the way? So, again, there is a. Uh, pro and con here. We thank God for uh, those industries that help us have good medicines. But in a fallen world, people do things bad. Uh, money can buy science. Money can buy medicine. Money can buy big pharma. So we always have to show some due caution. Interesting to reflect on what a Christian position might be when you've gone through a particular experience, and for some it's been a bad experience. Others have had not such a bad experience, and they'd say things were quite good. But holding governments or Big Pharma to account, is there a Christian position on that, Bill? Because a certain issue around justice brings us back to how we might think about Uh, those good or bad things that have happened as a result of big pharma and of government decision. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, justice is a key Christian uh, theme and principle. Uh, Take it on a local level, right? If I made some homemade jam and it was a bit dodgy, sold it to my neighbor, they got quite sick and went to hospital after eating my homemade jam, Right. Uh, you would think uh, there's a good case to be made, you know, drag me off to court. And, you know, what was I doing? Did I know this was safe? Uh, and so on and so on. Well, if we do it to individuals, surely we do it to governments and to big corporations. If they're selling products, they have to make pretty well sure these are safe, these are effective, and they are going to do what they're promising to do. And there should be consequences if it's been proven that, say, the process was rushed through or there were not enough checks and balances or where there was malfeasance or neglect of duty. So many things a court of law could look into, and many are doing that now with the COVID vaccine. So I think that is a principle of justice, and Christians should indeed uh, back something like that. And what about the Prime Minister uh, issuing an apology on the issue around thalidomide? And as you say, dating back to 1953, uh, is it a good thing, do you think, that we do hear apologies from Prime Ministers? Is it a good thing that Anthony Albanese has done? Uh, And is it likely, you think, there might be something quicker than 70 years around another apology coming? Yeah, well, we hope so. I mean, uh, I believe something like 1961 is actually when the first Australians were taking this drug, but that's still 60 years, right? Um, well, well, first of all, you'd think hopefully the, the companies themselves need to be issuing, well, not just an apology, probably a payment for all the... Well, he can't repay a life loss, but you can repay for those who are still now suffering as invalids or with all kinds of uh, birth defects and uh, things that, well, many of these people born without limbs and so on. Uh, Certainly the companies involved should be apologizing, but yeah, to the extent governments have been complicit with 
big pharma in some of this, well, yeah, there's a place for them to do the same. So as we say, we won't hold our breath, but it'd be nice if in the very near future, some of the real issues we had with the COVID, uh, well, means the whole and all the suffering that that entailed, it would be good to see some national apologies for that. But uh, we'll probably have to wait a bit, I suspect. And of course, there's national apologies uh, way after the fact. Uh, I guess there's that warning, isn't there, that comes to all governments who have ability to be able to regulate industry like uh, the big pharma industries and uh, being too quick to offer indemnities uh, when there are particularly risky medications or vaccines. Perhaps that's one of the lessons that needs to be learned. Yeah, no, absolutely. As we say, uh, you know, the big farmer has to pay the price. They put in millions, probably billions of dollars to test, research, develop products. You know, they got to bear that. They got to wear that. But if it's a successful product, well, they'll make a lot of money, but hopefully a lot of people will be helped as well. So there's a good, good trade off there. But it doesn't always that work. Doesn't always work that way. Doesn't always go according to plan. Sometimes things are rushed through. Sometimes there may even be inside knowledge that this may not be as safe as it could be, but they'll push it anyway. So in that sense, yeah, we have to hold companies to account and governments, if they're in bed with them, they need to be held to account as well. Well, Bill, appreciate your insights as always. And for listeners, you might want to read about what Bill has been writing about, Big Pharma, Big Bucks and Big Apologies. You'll be able to find that on his website, BillMuhlenberg.com, or simply Google Culture Watch One Word. Bill, thanks for another update today on 2020. Many thanks indeed. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.